You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, 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 we do a podcast. It's a, uh, I was, Wednesday, no, Tuesday, 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 down the Jersey Shore, which is going to be hopping soon. In just a few weeks, his name is Albert Dukes. What's up, Al? That's right, Jerry. I'm hearing it's going to be very difficult to get uh, shore rentals this year because people still aren't sure about flying, so they're coming to the Jersey Shore. So where are you going to be living this summer? I don't know. I could probably get top dollar for this place. You de- Are you kidding me? You're across from the ocean. You could get a fortune for your place. Yeah, but then I'll have people in here and touching my stuff. You know what I mean? I don't know, Jerry. I, I, I That's not for me. People could be doing icky things in your bedroom. Yeah, and like in my shower, my bath fitter. I don't need anybody soiling my bath fitter. I hear it. By the way, I got one of those too now. I love it. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, you got to start chiming in on some commercials. Well, I, you know, I sit here. I, I figured Greg knew that. I wasn't sure. And, um, you know, I just kind of hang out and whatever. I did Actually, I did. The, during the, the other day during the live read, uh, Gio asked me if you that he thought you were getting one, boy, but we hadn't heard anything. Yes. Okay, okay so I'm, well, I'm going to get you in the mix next time. Completely. I, I had it in my other house. Now I got it in this one. And I got to tell you, this one's even nicer than the last one. In the mix. Got to have it. Yes, sir. Jerry, we uh, the WFAN uh, merchandise online store has opened up and our warm-up show mugs which are really the a jerry reco well, what would you call it, like a motivational mug sort of uh, thing? life sayings life sayings mug uh with the warm-up show logo you and i in it on it uh has sold out in the first uh, couple of hours that they had a reorder i thought that was awesome by the way that is awesome because they forget the saying like it looks cool me and you the whole camp, yeah. I, I like it it's good stuff people love mugs i think that's what we've learned so I, I love a good coffee mug What's killing me, I'm not going to lie to you, and you yeah. know this because I told you about the calendar idea that I had before yeah. before my father-in-law passed away last year, which really derailed everything uh, in terms of what I was planning on doing for the rest of the year. And I had other issues, too, at home that were, you know, made it a little uh, confining. And so I wanted to do the saying calendar for 2021, and I wanted to do mugs. And I thought it would be awesome, and I was going to do it as a fundraiser for my baseball team. And now that I see that we sold dozens of them out in two hours, I'm like, damn it, <laughs> that would have been awesome. Right, you have uh, to get it uh, going for 2022. Yeah, I guess. But here's my issue, though. If I do the calendar for 2022, aren't I kind of obligated to do it through the FAN store now? Kind of sounds like it, Jerry. Right. Even though I had this idea, and you know that because we talked about it on the podcast, I had this idea last September. 
No, I would say you could still uh, do it on your own. You just can't. You can use your own Twitter to promote it. We just can't. It just can't be promoted on the air or podcast or. Which is fine. I mean, it's, Unless, just for, it's a fundraiser. Yeah, I'm not. It's a fundraiser. Oh right, right, right. For a fundraiser, then yes, okay. I would do that. Fair enough. Did you think it was strange that Carton and Roberts had JJ, John Jastrzemski on their show to announce he was leaving WFAN? I did. Yes, I me did too. That. It was different. I mean, I didn't mind it. I was, but I was surprised when I saw that they were having him on to discuss him leaving. <laughs> yeah, it felt a little strange. One that he was promoting where he was going, which seemed odd. Yes. Two, it's not like he's in a major day part where it's people are going to wonder where he went. Right. His well, nighttime audience will wonder where he went. And I would think he would tell them on his nighttime show. It's a very good point. Just seemed a little strange. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. I thought it was odd, too. I will tell you, though, the one thing that I took from it yeah. that I thought was awesome, and Craig made this point, I think really good of Entercom to let him go because they could have prevented him. Right, he was under a, contract. Yeah, they did not have to let him go. Um, and he is he has become a part of this radio station and a big part. Uh, you're right, it's not a major day part, but I feel like J.J., is, I can tell you this, when... He filled in with me during mornings. I don't. I think. I don't think you worked. I think you were off. Yeah, I was out. Me and him did a couple of shows. When I tell you those phone, now I know he's probably got a core, whatever number it is, of guys that call, and it was people were very excited to call him. When I tell you that you could not get through that morning because the JJ cronies were out. Like, the energy he brings to a show is outstanding. That I think a lot of people in this business lack. He has it, and he's just – so he's got his fan base for sure, and I think they'll be upset, but, you know, good for him. I get the sense he's going to be doing better financially. I'm sure he didn't want to leave, but he is, and uh, he, I'm with Eddie. I think at some point he'll be back. You do? Yeah, I do. I think he's really good. I think uh, I think when something – because you had the conversation on the air with Boomer and Geo this morning, and I am in your corner. I think – if. I don't think you just run for the time slot and the money if you don't think something's the right fit. And I'll give you an example, at least for me. You know, we always joke about uh, CBS Sports uh, Network not, you know, hiring me again to do basketball games, or not using me again, I should say. Now, I graded very well the one game I did. And for me, I do think if I pushed hard enough that they'd use me again. But I also know, like what I think I'm good at. And I, it didn't, I don't know, doing TV didn't feel right to me. So I've never chased it. I love the radio and I think that's a better spot for me. So I kind of understand in a way why he didn't just jump at this better day part because he didn't think he was the right fit with the other co-hosts. I, I actually admire that. I think it's a smart, smart career decision. Same here. Uh, he was criticized by some. There were people who believed that he was offered the midday slot with Maggie and well, he it was turned about. it. I, I believe it that was, was written, written about. Yeah, and he, he supposedly turned it down because he didn't think it would be a big. Uh, it would be the right fit for him. And I also do, as I brought up on the show, I do think JJ is one of those rare guys that can do a show by himself. Yeah, and in this era of you know trying to uh, spend less money on the bottom line, you're now. If you have four hours to fill and J.J. can do it himself versus J.J. with a partner, you would think J.J. by himself would win out. I would agree with that. Why spend $100 on something if you can get the same value for 50 
Right. And then you look at uh, JJ, who's been here for nine years, but where is he to get a prime daytime spot? They would want to put him with a partner. You know, Greg and Evan are, are yeah, uh, Greg, Craig and Evan are going nowhere in the afternoon. Boomer and Gio are going nowhere in the morning. And the midday show seems to be going nowhere either. So, what a, and then at night there's games. So, especially in the summer. No question. So, what do, so where do you go? So, and I don't think the disparity, I don't think it's that much of a disparity these days when you compare radio to a large podcasting network. No, which I think, Bill Simmons has. And I, I guess he's going to make good money, and that's great. I think the decision you have to wrestle with is something, and we've talked about this. Are you okay being out of New York mainstream? Because while I'm sure he'll have a lot of downloads, just like if you go to Sirius, you might have a lot of truckers that listen to you, you're kind of lost New York-wise all of a sudden. Like I don't right, so you might have the same number of people, but instead of it being concentrated in the, the tri-state area, it's spread out over the entire country. Yeah, like you know, I know we joke about it, and and, and that's fine. And Eddie always, you know, calls, and I guess Greg does too, calls CBS Sports Radio the upside down or whatever, and that's fine. But if I give you a spot over there in you know the middle of the day, and you know you're going to have an audience, the problem is your audience is going to be coming from Wyoming and Oklahoma and parts of California, a little bit of New York, but not here because there's no affiliate here. I'm talking upstate New York. And you're making really good money. Are you okay with that? Not talking Knicks Nets and not being you know basically recognized in New York. That's what you have to grapple with. As long as the paycheck's good and you're doing what you love, to me, go for it. As long as you're okay with that. But I and think, like, for, yeah, for me, I would also need to make sure I had an audience. For sure. Like, I and, wouldn't want to go be hired, let's say, by a brand new podcast company that's just starting with no audience. And agreed. they give you good money to go do a show to nobody. I, I would have a very hard time doing that. Now, I would think, though, JJ's going to have to, I mean, he's going to have a jump start for sure. But my guess is he's starting three new podcasts. Now, I know on that network, so that's where he's got a jump start that most of us wouldn't. Um, but he do, he is going to have to grow an audience, no? I would think so, yes. So, Which is not easy to do. No, and there's no phone. You know, the one thing, here's why I've, I've actually come to really enjoy JJ from this standpoint. We don't have many old fan type of shows left. We really don't. Right. He's one of them where he really connects with the fans because he is he's that to the nth degree. He's Joe just 30 years after the fact. And I, I actually like the people he puts on. My only critique of him now is he's come become way too betting-centric. Um, but that's also the direction that this business is headed in, too. So, I, you know what? I wish him nothing but the best. I've come to become a, a fan of listening to him. Um, and I do think he'll be back, even if it's... You know, would you be surprised if you started hearing JJ on the weekend or something in a year, or as a fill-in again? I wouldn't. No, I would not. Because he's good at it. It is weird. You're right. How the business is trending towards gambling. Yeah. Like a lot time. of the companies are buying into gambling-related businesses as well, and the leagues themselves. I was going to say you know, the teams and leagues too. Teams and leagues and media companies, uh, all of them. You know, Barstool, Entercom. Fox, yeah, they're they're all involved in some way uh, with the gambling aspect as well as are all the major sports leagues and teams, like you said. And even the alcohol, I forget who it was. I don't know if it was the Washington, if it was the uh, the if it was Washington or if it was another NFL team. 
I don't think it was baseball. I forget. But they announced today that the Hennessy became their, you know, team-sponsored liquor of choice. I'm like, wow. Is that right? That's an, yeah. And I know back in the day they had tobacco companies that sponsored teams. And, yes, I know, and Budweiser. beers. Yeah, absolutely. Ballantine. So I'm not surprised by it, but I was like, okay, that's interesting. Now we got hard liquor that's um, become the official alcohol of a team. Uh, you know what? Why the hell not? It's legal. You know? Not you know, for the, for the longest time, the National Association of Broadcasters policed themselves and would not allow hard liquor advertising or cigarette advertising on the on uh, radio and TV. Is that true? Yeah. I didn't I guess that. they've dropped the... Um, yeah, it wasn't... It wasn't uh, it was allowed for them to take it, but as a group, the the National Association of Broadcasters got together and said, we are not going to take advertising from hard liquor or cigarettes. Wow. Boy, times have changed, huh? Yeah, I am waiting for someone to take some cigarette ads, though. That still hasn't happened. I don't think we'll ever see that, but I do think the, uh, the marijuana ads will be coming. Hi, I'm Pete Alonzo for the New York Mets. I smoke Marlboros. <laughs> Reds, because I'm not a wuss. I don't think you're going to see that. Oh. I do not. I, that, the cigarette thing is so far gone. I mean, and I've said this to you many times. When I see someone smoking an actual cigarette now, I yes. double take. Me too. It's amazing, right? It just looks I, weird. Yeah, and especially nowadays, you know, smokers can't smoke anywhere other than right. like in either in your own house or your own car or outside of a building. So when you see people smoking like huddled behind a and – they're, and they're hiding – up against the building because it's cold and windy. Yes. But it looks like they're hiding doing crack cocaine, smoking right. crack. And it's a Marlboro Red. Yeah. But but at the same time, at a bar, you know, an outside bar, it doesn't look weird to me because I don't time and place. But right. an everyday person walking down the street, I see them with a cigarette. I'm like, what, what, is that a cigarette? Right. What an wow. addictive personality they must have. Yes, especially when you go into – I was in uh, Quick Check. It was Quick Check or – no, Wawa, I'm sorry – Last weekend before I went to, I guess it was last Friday night, Rutgers had that 9-20 game. Uh, whatever time it was. It was last Friday, not this past Friday. Last week, Big Ten tournament, they lost the second round game or whatever round. And I stopped in Wawa, and a person got, I think it was not a carton, they got five packs of Paul Malls. I didn't even know they still made Paul Malls. And the woman's like, you know, that'll be 30 dollars. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Can you imagine like spending that much more. Maybe whatever. If it was thirty nine dollars for five Moles. packs of cigarettes. Yeah. Back in the day you got them for two bucks and now it's oh, like yeah. nine dollars a pack. Like Jesus. Maybe it was forty nine. I forget it was a lot of money though. Like, damn. It's a lot. Damn. Yeah. Anyway. That's for a quality Paul Mall. Um I I don't know why I feel the need to report this to you, Jerry, but I do. Okay. Because I was uh proud of it this morning. I woke up with a full bone. Which is not does not happen very often at the age of fifty one. Even when you have to go to the bathroom. Um, no, you think it has something to do with the going to the bathroom? Yes, getting Any, a bone. The only time that happens for me is when I've got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, no, this was a full on bone. Like I couldn't believe it. I was so like happy. <laughs> why? Why did you feel the need to tell me that? Because it, like it really made my day this morning. So you woke up with a boner, and right. that made your day. Yeah, because it was like full-on boner. It wasn't like mm, like kind of a boner. It was full-on boner. Uh, honestly, Eddie's from sleep. A field day with this. Well, he can't play these clips. 
Really? You don't think so? <laughs> All right, Boomer, say what you got to say. Or, Greg, say what you got to say. Stay classy. Well, here's Al and his boner. Ay, ay, ay. Good Lord, dude. You want to put that on a mug? What do we? I bet you we'd sell a bunch of them. I, How about I, this I, mug? It's a cartoon. Yes. Oh, We're boy. sitting by the campfire. And then and I'm saying, I woke up with a full bone. And then you're just like a disappointed face. Or no, then your character is saying, did you have to pee? That, and see if we could get those in the FAN store. I guarantee you we mm-hmm. would sell a ton of those. <laughs> I don't think that they're going to make them. Oh, they don't want to make money then. Okay. But, well, we sold out in an hour our first batch from today. <laughs> right, and that was tame. We didn't even do the one with the bird and the morons yet. I mean, think about you that. You moron. <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah. think it's awesome that we sold them, though. For the next mugs, we have to take those same cartoon characters of us and put us in places like like for the one where you say um, people see a bird and they think it's their their father yes. who's passed when really it's just a bird, you moron. We yes. got to like do that out in a field where we're looking at a bird in a tree or something. <laughs> That's fine by me. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. As long as we're me both too. pictured, I'm thrilled. I like it. It's fun. I like it as well, Jerry. Why don't we do this then? Let's do the warm-up show. Oh, man. Yes. I'm, and I'm, already, Eddie I'm will... already dreading 10 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> say what you got to say. Stay classy. I woke up with a full bone this morning. <laughs> you don't understand the disappointment on Dove's face when Eddie plays those. And I, I, I peek out my left eye and I see Dove just glaring at me. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Good times, Jerry. Right we'll on. see you on a Wednesday, which is tomorrow. This is what I hear. Looking forward to it. Until then, you have this to listen to. It's called the warm-up program. It's on from 5 to 6 when you're in, if you're up early or in your car. Or you want to hit the radio rewind or just listen to it on this podcast. It's all it's all the same material. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> so eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed one hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, campers! Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021, coming to you live from New York City. No, it's not The Tonight Show. It's Alan Jerry. I'm with the Eddie Scazzeri on Hudson Street and down in Bradley Beach for a little while longer. His name is Albert Stanley Dukes. What's up, Al? How are you? Good morning, Jerry. Do you ever realize, like, we do these shows and then they just disappear into the ether? They don't. No, no. Podcasted, you can always yeah, but get them. No one, but no one's going back and listening to, like, a six-month-old podcast. I might. 
you know, they're just like, we do these, like, uh, they really hit me when you just gave the date there, March yes. 23rd, 2021. That's it. That's when you'll hear this. Maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. But after that, it's Thanksgiving. dead. I feel like people like to listen in Thanksgiving weekend. They uh, go through all of the old <laughs> hour-long, well, hour 20 minutes podcast. traveling to go see yeah. family, we down- they download a lot of our podcasts. Yeah, I don't know how people listen. Like, uh, if you're a podcast listener, like this Joe Rogan podcast, it's three hours long. Is it really? So it's what? like a daily show. I don't know what's going on. Is with it that. every day? That I don't know. I haven't looked at that deep into it. But I just know some of these podcasts, they, well, there's no edit button. It's not, like what happened when blogs came out. You know, they used to have like uh, an article that would be in Sports Illustrated. You know, someone edited it to make it like doesn't drag on and on and on. And then all of a sudden blogs came out. And then like the Peter King Monday morning quarterback is out. 12 pages long. Like well, it's, We don't need that. Let me ask you this, though. Yes. Evan and Craig do a five-hour radio show. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Wouldn't you, if you're a big Evan and Craig fan, the yeah. idea that you could, and it is, I think they podcast a lot of their show, probably the whole good. Show. They do could, the whole show. Right. It's probably good that you can go back and listen at your leisure throughout the day as opposed yeah. to if you miss it, it's gone. Right, but once you fall behind one day, you got to just move on. Well, I on. agree with I mean, I agree with that. Like, I think, Jay, right, JJ was on their show yesterday, so he's gone. Yeah. He's going to be doing three podcasts a week, I guess. That's his new yeah, gig. I guess. So, I, I think, from what I'm reading. Yeah. So, I guess you've got a couple of days to make sure you hear all of his show as opposed to catching snippets. I don't know. I'm, the, the whole medium is changing, and I'm not yes. sure where we're going or how people consume it anymore. How about JJ? Yeah, he went on the show to say he's leaving. That's an odd thing. Did he call them or they call him? I don't know. They I made, hope they, they called they, him. They made it seem like he called. They called him because they, sure. they they said JJ's coming up in a little bit. All right. I did see a little uh, piece that was put uh, online that went from his career to Evan striking him out, which was a little much. Right. It was kind of dorky. Twitter baseball. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. Ah. Who cares? Anyway. Uh, this morning, Jerry, I went um, when I was, uh, you know, I've often talked about how there's food strewn about town here in Bradley strewn Beach, New Jersey. About, yes, there's a, by the way, before you get to that, because uh, you just uh, jarred a thought, uh, yeah. on my way in on uh, Christie Street or Broom, I forget, I don't know which, which street I'm actually on, there's a, an outdoor refrigerator to which I saw a homeless person putting food in this morning. It's plugged in? Oh, it's plugged in to the building. It looks strange. I'll just leave it there. Interesting. Yes, very weird. So you're strewning food in Bradley Beach, and I saw someone putting food into a refrigerator outside today. Yeah, there's just food everywhere here. For you know, people blame all sorts of things. People blame the seagulls. People blame uh, you know uh, raccoons uh, taking things out of garbage. Seagulls taking things out of garbage. Uh, the fox in town taking things out of garbage. I blame people just throwing things around. So my dog does her um, her poop this morning, and as I I bend over to pick it up. I then turn around. She's eating an entire slice of pizza. Ooh, cool. Was there any pepperoni on it? I don't know. She consumed <laughs> it so quickly, but a full slice of pizza was just on the ground. So here's the problem for you now. It's laying there. This is the problem for you. But aside from the fact that some jackass threw pizza out the window, your issue is going to be when you go give your dog his food now or her food now, Yeah, she's going to look at you and say, where's the pizza? What's right. this? This is dog food. <laughs> now, the good news is she saved me, uh, the whoever tossed this pizza saved me what the breakfast meal for the dog because she's eat, eating already. She had a full right. slice of pizza. That's what I'm saying. Now she's going to be time for lunch, and she's going to look at you and say, where's the uh, meatball parm sub? Yeah. Take me just up the block. We'll get a pizza. <laughs> hey, you, hey, listen, you could become the guy 
that takes the dog into the pizza shop, sits right next to you, and you mm-hmm. guys dine together. You've got me, me and my dog split a pie. There you go. That would be a little much. much Although like I a, get the sense whimsy would eat more than you would in that case. Uh, I can uh, crush a pizza pie. That is one thing I can I can eat a lot of. But I you're not going to eat that pizza pie as quick as she is. No, that's true because right. I will actually chew my slices. Exactly. I see that uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving, Jerry, is taking more time away from the team. Three games. For a, quote, family matter. Uh, whatever. I mean, you know what? Does know it matter means. anymore? I guess not, but... There's another, like, I have built the most uncomplicated life you could build. I never married. I don't have children. I didn't want to complicate my life. Well, you have a girlfriend, so you've complicated yes. a little bit, but you haven't taken the extra step, so you are correct. Right. Because, like, I fear a life of, like, Kyrie's always got, like, some sort of family matter. In fairness, you did get engaged twice. Right, but then I thought... <laughs> Do I need this? You hassle? broke it up twice, or they broke it up? Well, let's not get into well, no, no, time out. <laughs> no, you can't remember. sit there and say I built the most uncomplicated life. Meantime, yeah. you tried to give yourself to a woman twice. Yeah, but it was in desperation. Yeah, but you did, and they broke it off. Otherwise, you'd be married today. It was one of those. It was or divorced. It was twice those situations where I, where I was. Um, Listen, it was one of those desperate. Uh, you got rates. engaged, right? So let's just say you avoided complications yes. because the woman came to her senses. Correct. <laughs> and you've gotten very lucky in life that you have a very uncomplicated being. Correct. So a lot of that I've put myself in a position to uncomplicate my life, but other other factors come into effect. You got now. some help along the way. Right. Like, you know, my parents are getting older, so that's going to get complicated at some sure. point. Sure. Uh, I'm going to get older, Jerry. My prostate's going to have problems, I'm sure, at some point. So that's going to get complicated. Yeah. But right now, I have an uncomplicated life. And I look at a guy like Kyrie Irving, and I think, this guy has got must have a complicated life. Either his family life is complicated, or, as we've seen in the past, there are, there are certain things that really bother him, things out in the world that he contemplates that bothers him where he needs time away. Well, I think a couple of things. Number one, your life could be complicated regardless of marrying or not because you could have a sister or a brother that could drive you insane or your parents could be lunatics. So sometimes it's completely out of your control or a niece or a nephew could be a complete disaster. Mm -hmm. So you have absolutely taken the right step. Again, some help along the way, but you have uncomplicated things by not marrying. That having been said, if in fact Kyrie is having issues in his family, so be it. In terms of him... And being concerned about the world, I think it's admirable. I do. I, you know what? I'm not like that. I, to me, it's I deal with my house and my family. And if you need help, I'll be happy to help you. But I, I'm not. I don't have the the means like a Kyrie Irving does to go out and try and make that much of a difference in the world. Like he, I guess, thinks he can. And you know what? For people that do that, as you would say, Al, good for you. I applaud you. you. And if it bothers him with the way things are, sometimes. So be it. So this is a, uh, I think, it's just a three-game situation. I think a three-game road trip that he's not going on. Yeah, he's not playing in the three games. That I know. 
That's and they, what we and they And they still have no Kevin Durant, right? Because his uh, hamstring situation. He's going to be another week or so. Uh, so, yeah, no Durant. That's right. Landry Shamit's out. He's got an angle injury. I don't know who they're going to put in uniform, to be quite honest. I even saw James Shamit. Harden was possibly questionable. I don't, who knows? I saw Evan dunking a basketball a few months ago. Why don't we put him in uh, So unathletic, dude. Oh, please. Evan. Let him go out there and slam dunk some balls. They just have him lower the rim for Evan. I don't think that that's going to be happening unless you give it a six-foot rim because he's his vertical was about three inches. Oh. That was awful, the way he looked trying to dunk a basketball in his driveway. I did also see that uh, due to LeBron James's high ankle sprain injury that it put the Nets ahead of the Lakers to win it all. Yeah, I get. I mean, listen, when the According Nets— According to the, the sports books. When the Nets are going to be healthy, and they will be in the playoffs— healthy. They're going to be really good. It just, you know what it's funny is we sit here and talk about the reason why this is what I find funny. And I've had this argument with Evan before, actually. We sit there and we justify the prices of tickets because it's entertainment. But yet it's not important enough for the stars to play in hell. The major- Well, they play in the majority of games, but they take a lot of games off. Let's put it that way. So you end up, and I know it's a weird year with the pandemic, but let's say it's a regular year. These prices of tickets are insane. You never know who's playing. Yes. Because for the athlete now and for the team, because it's all about the championship, and understandably so, and how much they're paying the player, they would rather them take a good handful of games off and just skip it so they can rest so that they can try and win a championship. So I ask you, Altux, is it about winning a championship or is it entertainment? Because if you can sit there and tell me it's both, sometimes that's true. Good point. Sometimes it's not. What am I paying? Like if I paid for Nets Blazers tonight, and I know there's not many fans there, but let's say there were, because in a normal year there would be. If I wanted to go see Nets Blazers tonight, and I paid $225 per ticket, and that's not a stretch, oh, by the way, for a family of four, and it cost me 900 bucks to go to a game, and I saw that Durant was out, Kyrie had a personal issue, and that's why he wasn't playing. James Harden's iffy, and Damian Lillard decided, nah, not tonight. Is that worth a $900 night? No. I see what you're saying, Jerry. You'd be like, let's say I purchased tickets to go see Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. Yeah. And when I got there, Bruce uh, was not feeling it, and uh, Stephen Van Zant was going to sing all the songs. Right. It's, like, not, it's not the same product. It's not the same product. Now, there's a lot what of people. What did I pay for and I'm, before you hit me up on Twitter about it, because I get this oh, all the time when I say this. Jerry, right up. Well, you know, if you buy tickets to a Broadway show that's really expensive, sometimes you get the sub that comes in. Well, you know what? A Broadway star, I'm sorry, is not the same thing as an elite five-star athlete. It's not. It's just not. I mean, if I go to a Broadway show and you tell me that, what's the word, the person that fills in for them? What are they called? Eddie? Understudy. Right. Oh. If I go see whatever show it is and the understudy... Hamilton. I don't know who they are anyway. Correct. So to me, I'm going for the spectacle of the Broadway show. It's not a competition. It's a scripted show. A game is competition, and you want to see the best of the best play, which is why, as crazy as we are, sometimes we'll pay the high prices for the tickets. If I'm watching some guy that's supposed to be Kevin Durant, and he's not, it's not Kevin Durant. It just annoys me. You want a little kickback for that ticket. I hear you. I would as well. And I know that that's not possible, feasible, and it's never going to happen, but it doesn't mean you can't complain about it. Right. And we'll do just that right here on The Fan.
Yeah, it's it's like if you I know you're such a huge Met fan. Let's say huge. you decided you're looking at the Mets rotation and you say, "Oh, Jacob Degrom, his pitching day is Wednesday." You know what? I'm going to spend some extra money and I'm going to throw Degrom. And then all of a sudden, you're driving to the game and Luis Rojas says, "We decided we're going to skip Jacob the next two starts starting today because we want to make sure he's good for October, even though you haven't gotten to October mm. yet." And you spend extra money on a Degrom start. You wouldn't be annoyed on your way to the stadium? Oh, I'd be pissed, Jerry. Because Robert Gazelman's going to start instead. Yeah, I didn't pay for Gazelman. Exactly. I paid for a Degrom ticket. Exactly. Degromination. Right. It's like in 1983 when I went, I paid for a Daryl Strawberry game. <laughs> and that's when men played every day. That's when men were men, Jerry. You had, a kid that <laughs> you had to load up with amphetamines, perhaps, in order to get on there. But men were men. Right. The amphetamines are okay, by the way. Those were fine. Correct. We can we can take those pills. We just can't take yeah. other ones that we find yeah, unacceptable. Amphetamines. <laughs> oh, what a hypocritical bunch of SOBs That's we are. That's the stuff that keeps you awake, right? Amphetamines. Yes. Yeah. Amphetamines. I'm amphetamines is the drug that when you show up to wherever and you're exhausted because you were probably out all night drinking, you get the extra pep in your stack. I, I would have a pep in your step. I would call that performance enhancing. Would you not, Al? I would. So how yeah. about this? When I have to start coming back to the station, the long ride home when I get tired, what, what if I just uh, hop myself up on some amphetamines for the ride home? Or just get Potsy's <laughs> uh, lemon spray. You'll be fine. Potsy from Happy Days Lemon Spray? Yeah. Okay. Just get the Squirt lemon that spray. in my mouth. Or you're going to teach me how to chew uh, sunflower seeds to keep I, me awake. Anytime, man. I go through Bing. a bag a week. Yeah. yeah. You know who's a big uh, sunflower seed guy is Lepresti. Oh, CeeLo, really? Yeah, but he gets those weird flavors. Right. Like, he likes those sweet and sour ones. Dill pickle-flavored sunflower seeds. Garlic-flavored sunflower seeds. (laughs) Oh, That reminds me of garlic. Because you're about to say his breaths must be horrendous. It has to. Why does garlic smell so good when someone's cooking with it? And And then then make you stink? Yeah, then then once it gets into our bodies, the odor... That comes out of your bo or your breath can be offensive. Stinks. Yeah, I don't know, and yet it's so good for you. Like my neighbor cooks with garlic all the time. The building smells terrific. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, I love. Meanwhile, if Gina eats garlic, I can't go near her. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> well, why don't you get her the old Larry King garlic, garlic? That and get her the Welch's grape juice. And Welch's grape juice. <laughs> when I used to take the bus or the train into the city. You could like sometimes people would walk by you and they just reek of garlic. Yeah, I believe it. It is it is awful. If you especially if you eat a lot of it, it just comes yeah. out your pores. It's nasty. Yeah, it's disgusting. All right, quick break. That went fast. Uh, when we come back, we'll get to some sports. I guess I don't know. It's five eight. Kyrie Irving with sports. That's true. Very good point. And then we went off in some weird direction. Uh, Boomer and Geo at six Tuesday here on the fan. All star closer Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry. Two scientists responsible for the COVID-19 vaccine. All right, this one is, I, I got to do this one because I'm going to make Al Duke sick to his stomach in a second. Uh-oh. And why not at 525? That's yeah, why fun. not? So you know how we always talk about how when something is so popular and it makes money after it gets acquired, we sit there and say, 
how do we not even know what this is? Yes. This is my favorite one that I saw this morning. I, and I listen, I know I'm not in the video game world. I get it. But I do see my kids, quote unquote, gaming. Not every day, but often. So I feel like I have a little bit of a sense of it. This one to me is fascinating. Have you ever heard of Discord? I have not. I don't know what this is. Discord. It is a video game chat community. Whatever right. the hell that means. That means, I guess, when you're playing video games, okay. you chat with other people. Microsoft is in talks to buy Discord for more than $10 billion, with a B, billion yeah. dollars. Yeah, I don't understand this. I always think, like, just make your own version of this if you're Microsoft and call it something else. What in the hell? Yeah, I, <laughs> that's unbelievable, man. $10 yeah, million? I, how do you yeah, recoup that? I don't know. I don't know how any of these oh, these God. purchases work. I don't know about the economic. I wish I studied economics Me instead too. of stupid communications in when I was in college because I don't understand how anything works. I don't either. I don't understand how, how we pay our bills. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, like like FAN, how they're paying salaries, how they're paying the building, electricity, equipment. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know how baseball's paying their salaries. I don't know how basketball. I don't know how it works, Jerry. Uh, Al, I'm with you, man. <laughs> I don't get it. I I would I'd like to learn economics and I'd like to learn how to do sheetrock. Oh, be a sheetrock guy? Either that or I want to be a mason because I find if I could do concrete work, I think that would be mm -hmm. awesome. Like stamp concrete patios. That would be fun. What Maybe about a plumber? Pizza place. I feel like I could be a plumber if someone really taught me. I think you could do most things if you were taught properly. But I don't want. I don't want to deal with uh, poop. Like if someone clogs the toilet well, with. If poop, you want to be a plumber, that's going I to know. be part of the deal. Yeah, that's the bad part. Yeah. I just want to go in and like tighten a lug nut or something. Well, you could turn down the job. Yeah, that's true. What is it? A poop situation? I'm out of out of here. That's why it's called the boring plumbing service. Yeah, we're not getting into that. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting involved with poop. But we'll be happy to install the uh, garbage disposal for you. Yeah, or like a sink. Right. Exactly. A couple things on Twitter, Jerry Xavier Medina says it's Kyrie's birthday today. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I heard Evan and uh, Craig talking about that yesterday. Oh, is that right? Yes. So he's taking his time off uh, in association with his birthday, perhaps. That's know. interesting. I, I Again, I don't know. Uh, then Huge Mike 3 on Twitter uh, says, Sunflower seeds make you sleepy. Insomniacs no. take them. Wrong. What are you talking wrong. about? Wrong. Absolutely wrong. You're that telling me. completely cleared up my... Uh, my sleepiness. It does Jerry, not make you sleepy. You're telling me Huge Mike 3 on Twitter might be getting, might have some wrong information? I don't know why he's saying that. I'm going to Google it. Uh, and then uh, Twitter producer Joe Sapinaris asks, where do we stand with me driving you guys to work for 800 bucks a week? Keep standing. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we stand. This guy think we're earning. I mean, I'm good. Well, I will tell you, driving into work, I've 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 realized this now with the Verrazano Bridge charging me nine fifty every damn day. Yeah. Between gas, tolls, parking. Although I did park in a spot today, as Eddie will attest, that my car might be gone when I get out of here at eleven a.m. Mm -hmm. um, but most days I pay my ten seventy five a day to park. Gas, tolls, and parking. And then if you put car insurance and a car payment into it, I'm probably at about fourteen hundred a month. Absolutely. <laughs> so. For eight hundred, but if I'm splitting it with you, I could get rid of my car, get rid of the insurance. Mm -hmm. Joe could drive us in. We split the eight hundred. It's only sixteen hundred a month, and I have no stress. 
That's true, right? We could we could rest on our ride in. So all right, so we're still we're still considering the offer. Is that what we're saying? If he would do it for seven hundred a month, maybe we could talk about talk him down a little bit. Rather, yes, bargain. Do a little bargaining. I like it, Jerry. (laughs) Bargain it up. Uh, The twenty twenty one NFL draft in Cleveland, Jerry. They've announced some plans of what's going to go on there. They are going to allow media to come through this time. They're going to allow some of the uh, players that are going to be drafted. And they're going to. They're going to be able to attend. Some fans are going to be able to attend, although if you're chosen for the quote-unquote inner circle area, I guess that's the right up, up up near on the stage there, you have to be fully vaccinated and tested. Makes sense. Absolutely. Now, they said it's going to be uh, three locations for the NFL draft. The first energy stadium where the Browns play, the Great Lakes Science Center, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Cool. Rock and roll. This will be... Now, I know we've had sports, but this will be like... Sports. I feel like last year was the start of just what was a bizarre spring and summer, but the NFL toughed through it with that weird virtual draft and Roger Goodell in his basement. I feel like we're we're coming full circle now. Right. We're back to where there will be fans, there will be draft prospects going, at as least, long as they're not afraid headed, to go. At least headed in the right direction. I was just thinking too when I was looking at this, like Cleveland is a weird like there's there are things to do in Cleveland. Like you could go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like let's say you time it out so you go to a Browns or an Indians game, right? Yeah, absolutely. Cause I was looking at the the maps for this uh NFL draft and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is like right down the block from the stadium. Yes. So you could go to a, a game. That's one night, right? Or yeah. if you go to, the, let's say you go during baseball season, you go in the summer, you could go to two nights, you go to a Cleveland Indians game. Right. What are you doing all day? One one night, you're going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. What else? Your question is, what do you do during the day? That's, yeah. a, fa- that's a fair question, Jerry. I mean, if you're going to tell what I if, guess you could tell me great hotel with a nice pool in the summer. Right. What if you did this? What if you you, you did it for a day game? Day game in Cleveland. Then you go to dinner at night. The next day you go Rock and Roll Hall of Fame during the day, dinner at night. Then the third day you drive to Canton, Ohio and go to Pro Football Hall of Fame. How far is the drive? Not sure. (laughs) I can drive to Cincinnati and go to a Reds game. (laughs) How far is that? I don't know. The whole idea was to be in Cleveland. (laughs) How big is this state? (laughs) That's like saying, I'm going to go to Philadelphia day four. I'm going to drive to Pittsburgh. (laughs) Six hours away. (laughs) Pennsylvania is gigantic. I know it is. I have no Mm. idea how big Ohio is. Am I going to have to now do uh, Google Maps? Am I going to have to do maps uh, such as maps? Okay, I'm going to say Rock and Roll Hall. I'm going to just go Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland, Ohio. All right, Jerry, and let's get driving directions. Uh, the other places in which part? You say Canton? You said Canton, Canton you Ohio. want to go to, All yes. Right. So Canton to Cleveland, Jerry, is going to cost you one hour and two minutes. That's not terrible. I would do that. That's very reasonable. Like when we were in Nashville two summers ago, I wanted to go to Graceland. Graceland. Uh, but I, it was too far away. I think that was like over two hours away from Nashville, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, Nashville and Memphis are too far apart. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was close, and it didn't make sense. I mean, we could have for a day trip, I suppose, but I felt like it was a lot of driving back and forth. That's not terrible. I would do that. Maybe I'll do that, Jerry. Maybe we go to the draft, me and you. I'm not going to the draft. I do want to go to Cleveland for a baseball game, though, this summer with my, fam- with my wife and kids. 
that is on the agenda. I wonder actually. if we could time it out where we go to the draft and an Indians game. I don't want to go to the draft. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Then we get in our car rental, Jerry, and drive to Canton and Al, look at some busts. If you want to go to Cleveland, I'll, I will go to Cleveland with you for a Indians game, and yeah. I'll even go to the Hall of Fame with you. Mm. And then and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Wow. I'm not going to the NFL draft. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I am. Right. I know I'm in the minority on this. I find the NFL draft to be so incredibly boring. I don't understand how people go stand there and wait 30 minutes for a pick or 15 or whatever the hell it is. You don't want to go boo Roger Goodell no. for fun? No. I'd, I, to be honest with you, I don't even want to watch it on TV. I like to read right, who they take. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. That is true. I do like it. It is boring to watch on TV. Uh, oh, so it would be so much better to be there. I, oh. love, I do love the ticker when it goes across so I can see who right. got who. That's fine. Now, I will tell you, the Nashville one, right? The draft was in Nashville a few years ago? Yes, it was. That was neat because of the sea of people and knowing how now, having been there, the the setup of the bars, that was cool. But I don't know that I want to just go randomly to an NFL draft. All right. No, thanks. But I'll go to Cleveland with you. Just not that weekend. Not the draft weekend because it would be way too many people there for you. Well... That too, exactly. All right, 25 in front of six, a rapidly moving hour here. We've got Boomer and Geo at the top. Don't go away here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Radio Gaga, Radio Goo Goo, Radio Doo All right, 20 in front of six. Uh, am I allowed to do a little plug here, Al? Oh, sure. And you're kind of part of this because you're on it. So our team store is now open. If you go to WFANteamstore.com, um, our wonderful promotions department. Are you sure that's the website? I am. I'm on it right now. That Jess has uh, put together. It's WFANteamstore.com. It's outstanding. Um, you can get right now, amongst other things, some shirts and cool things. There's a mug that has me and you on it. Oh, that's for sale? It's And I don't know why. They call it a limited item. I don't understand limited why. Edition. Let's sell some, and then maybe we can make it a permanent item. It's, um, it's me and you sitting around the campfire. It's a warm-up show mug that's got one of my quotes and you um, giving me affirmation with right. Uh, right. on it as well. So WFANteamstore.com, buy a mug. Get I like that. That's under summer. it's under accessories. Yes, it is. It's a good looking mug too. It's got my quote about uh self belief. You mm-hmm. agree with me? We look right. handsome on the uh on the cartoon graphic. Nice. So help us out, buy some mugs. We got uh Mother's Day, Father's Day, <laughs> Easter. Let's rock it out. You can also get there just by going to WFAN.com slash store. So it's not way. as easy, actually. Either way, Jerry, no, whichever. Go, let's go to WFANteamstore.com because the other way it's about three clips, uh, three clicks to get there. No, just one same one click. Really? Because that's not yeah. what came up here. Well, because that's the way they told us to please promote yes. it. Have you done it, though? I did. Okay, because I'm doing it, and it's taking me right to radio.com. Oh, no. <laughs> WFAN.com slash store. Yeah, I'm doing it again now. Yeah, yeah no, came it's right me to <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's going on, Jerry? I'm getting conflicting reports also about uh, the city of Cleveland. Why? 
well, here's one. Uh, Todd Father says Cleveland's a, f- a sneaky, fun city. Browns, Indians, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, great restaurants and bars. I went there for Jets Browns. Then right after that, Roger Perry says, don't waste your time going to Cleveland. I was robbed there. They okay. stole They stole my rental van and all my luggage. <laughs> <laughs> well, first things first, and I think you would agree with this. I think any major city you're in that's got a sports team and you're going there for a game, they're going to have bars. <laughs> what if we put a restaurant near this stadium? I mean, come on. I mean, anywhere you go will be fun. Now there are the different thing, places. That's all. The only thing that's like when you come to, if you travel here for a Giants or Jets game, there's nothing anywhere near here. Like when Meaning. you're going to the meta, like when you like if you're if you're like, oh, I'm going to go follow my team to New Jersey because I'm going to go to the Jet game or watch my team play the Giants. The stadium's in the middle of nowhere. Yes. That's why you got to stay in Manhattan or stay down the Jersey Shore. Yeah, but then and then you're commuting like a crazy person to get to your game. All these other towns, they've got great bars and restaurants right near the stadiums. Okay, that's fair. You're right. And once you, well, now there's Xanadu. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, Xanadu. That actually looks pretty neat, and that is open now. Okay. So you could go that's skiing. Indoors. Or a water yeah. park. That's kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, and then Mark the Plumber on Twitter says, he never touches the poop. He does new construction only, and he needs help. Please apply, Jerry. Oh, I don't, you, that's your thing. I want to oh, do, right, I wanna do uh, concrete. I want to do patios. Patios? That's what I just said. I want to become oh. a mason, or I want to learn sheetrock. Hmm. So I guess both of us could go for new construction. Or I, we could work together. Yeah, I'll do the plumbing. We just need to like learn first. You just got to figure it out. What do you think, an just apprenticeship first, or do you think we yeah, go to school first? Uh, I would just go straight to apprenticeship. Hey, we're old at this point. Why go to school? Exactly. Apprenticeship. Uh, Michael Jordan's home that he owned when he was with the Bulls, okay, so it's quite a while ago, uh, has been for sale for nine years. Uh, no takers. Uh, no, he bought this house in 1991. He paid $2 million for it. He did renovate it, and when he put it up for sale nine years ago, he put it up for $29 million. $29 million. Uh, right now, it is uh, just under $15 million, but he still is having no takers for it. Well, I would say this. Let's say, and I don't know the numbers, but just for easy math, let's say you spent $500,000 on your Ocean View Bradley Beach condo All right. in 2020. And, oh, let's, I don't know, you put a bath fitter in, you put a new carpet in, you mm-hmm. did whatever, and you're Al Dukes. And after 10 years, you're 60, it's time to move on, you decide to try and sell it for $8 million. <laughs> you think you're going to have many takers? No. $2 million and he's trying to sell it for 30 No wonder why yeah. no one's buying it. Come on. Well, now he's trying to sell it for 15 Now, it's a nine-bedroom, 16-bathroom home. How much does Zillow say it's worth? Uh, I didn't actually go on that. So that was a bit a good idea. Uh, he's got a regulation size indoor basketball court. He's I'm got sure. a c- a cigar room. Yeah, and a poker room. That sounds fun. Sixteen bathrooms sounds like a lot to clean, though. <laughs> I have two bathrooms, and I don't want to clean them. Let me just tell you this: if you're spending sixteen million dollars on a home with sixteen bathrooms, and you're not paying someone to clean your house, you're an ass. <laughs> you know how many different um you know how much toilet cleaner you will need for 16 bathrooms i don't a lot jerry All a right, lot gonna, of toilet cleaner now here i'm going to tell you why michael jordan is not selling his home zillow has it the zestimate is 12 million 
And he's got it at 15 right Correct. now. Correct. He was asking 29. 29 million. So. Zillow says 12.9. Yeah. Plus, you could have the big number 23 on your gate getting in there. That's still there. It's It's got some Michael Jordan personality touches. Well, I mean, listen, if you're it's Bill Gates cool. and you've got a billion dollars, then go for it. Why not? It's a cool thing to have. But if you're looking to buy a home and you don't want to get ripped off, you're not going to spend the money on this. Now, I'm surprised, and I don't know the answer to this, if no one has looked at Zillow, found the Zestimate, and offered, and they declined because they wanted $29 million. They've dropped it to 15, but they still, they're still still not close. Right. You're still asking too much, and that's probably an arrogance, too. I'm sure he totally. probably tells his realtor, listen, it's Michael Jordan's house. I'm right. not selling cheap. You could get $15 million for it. Just keep trying. Put some signs out front that says open house. They do say it's worth 8000 a month to rent. Oh. That seems you kind put, of fun. You put that on Airbnb and go, <laughs> re- go rent Michael Jordan's home. That would be cool to hang out there. That would be awesome. If you got this place for like, let's see, 8000 a month divided by 30, right, is what? It's about 500 No, not even. That's 250 a night. Uh, you can't. You got to charge more than that. So let's. Uh, how about a thousand a night? Let me ask you this, because I can tell you right now, I've got friends that would do this. A thousand a night, five or six buddies. Well, it's got nine bedrooms. All right, so nine friends, which means it's like a hundred bucks a night. I would rent that for a week for vacation. Same, I would as well. You got a pool. You got an indoor court. You got. Uh, I mean, give me a break. I'd even figure out how to smoke a cigar so I could do it in the cigar room. I'm with you. I'm looking at the photo of the cigar room. Awesome. Yeah. It looks like it could be a poker room too. Very cool. Yeah, no. Who they do we ha- contact he, to rent this for a week? He's got his own. It has a separate poker room. I, oh, is that what I'm looking at? Oh, oh. I thought that yes. was the cigar room. Oh, oh this no, is the Jerry. cigar room. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Who do we talk? Who do we talk to? I don't know. Airbnb. We got to. You got to buy it and then Airbnb. It. No, 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 no. I want to rent it while he's trying to sell it. And I don't know. then, and then, screw Cleveland. We're going to Illinois. We go Illinois slash Cleveland. That's the week. You get to bring three friends. I bring three friends. That's eight, and we'll bring Eddie. That's nine. All right. Eddie uh, will come with his dogs, I run think, them around. No, no, shed. no, no dogs. Oh. No, just and it's nine cool guys. Al only has three friends, so perfect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, even have to be like, who do I pick? You know what's incredible is we've been doing this how long, would you say? This warm-up show thing. A couple years. The podcast, how long? Six years. Aside from Paul, I couldn't name your two other friends. Steve and John are the other two. Steve and John. Okay. Yeah. Those are my other two friends. And I've met all three. You have. At Al's, uh, maybe at the 40th, not sure, for sure, at the 50th. And 50th. You had a 50th? Mm -hmm. Yes, on a Sunday, which is why nobody could go. You were doing the Cowboys game. Oh, is that why? It was down the shore. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. And, uh, yeah, I was there. I was at his 40th and 50th. Man, I missed your 40th. Mm-hmm. And I was on a cruise for that one. Yeah. And the 50th, I had a Cowboy game. Okay. I don't remember getting an invitation for that, though. You know, since Eddie you has did. been to my 40th and 50th, I have four friends. I would agree with that. That's right. Yeah, I would agree with that. Th- those are two big dates in your life and moments. Mm-hmm. And and the uh, the first one people could have gotten to. The fortieth, the fifth, the fiftieth. I understand. Although G could have done it, you were working. Boomer was working. G wasn't working. Right. And the fortieth, for sure, everybody could have. I was on a cruise. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I was then, in St. Thomas. All right, all right, you could not have come to that. I sure would have gone. But everybody else just was like, I am not yeah, going to that. Like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> all right, quick break. We're coming up on 6 o'clock in a little bit. We got Boomer and Geo then, but we will finish first. And also, we've got a uh, Radio.com Sports Minute, the great Amy Lawrence, talking about the NFL draft. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple minutes before we get you to uh, Boomer and Geo at the top. NCAA tournament action. The Rangers won last night. The Islanders won. What else you got there, Al? I'm seeing that um, Evander Holyfield's camp, Jerry, they're saying that Mike Tyson turned down a $25 million fight that was supposed to happen Memorial Day weekend. Must be nice. Must be nice to be able to What is to that? No uh, thanks. Uh, 25 mil? I don't know. Give me time to think about it. Could you imagine? I don't know that I wanted to see these two dudes fight. I don't know. Well, it's, also, whole... it's also like James Harden turned down the two two years, $100 million from the Rockets. Yeah. God. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson still seems healthy enough to be fighting, but... I've we've met or or have run into Evander Holyfield in the last few years. He doesn't seem like he's really in boxing shape. Not seems, physically. Yeah. But he seems like boxing took its Yeah, it seems like boxing took its toll mentally on him. I don't know that I want to see these guys punching each other in the head. Well, that begs the question who's in charge? Like is Evander Holyfield doing this himself or does he have someone telling him, "Hey champ, you can still do this" just because mm. he's looking to make money. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. I mean, it's really it's a danger. You're at a you're at a crossroads where it's dangerous, and you're worried about someone dying in the ring. I mean, you're right. Mike Tyson looks like he could still go out there and like legit compete. I don't know about Evander Holyfield, and he boy, it could go bad real quick. Yeah, I don't want to see him punching Evander Holyfield in the side of the head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the, down he the, goes, but the biting would stop. It's the Brooklyn Nets and New York Knicks Monday, April fifth at the Barclays Center.